0: Welcome to Business Matters with host Rob Capello, a podcast where we open the conversation on what matters for business. We would like to thank your sponsor Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Welcome to Business Matters, presented by Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello. I'm the Chief Strategy Officer at Now Media Group. Today, we welcome Tamara Martin to Business Matters. Thanks for joining us, Tamara.
1: Thank you for having me, Rob.
0: No problem. Tamara is a student at Thompson Rivers University and also the owner-operator at Student Works Painting in Kamloops. Um, There's so much value in going, kind of getting that real-world experience to augment what you learn in school. I think it's so invaluable and the ability to kind of tie your education while at the same time, learning the skills to sort of run a business, I think puts you, most people further ahead when you graduate. Um, and at the same time, you get to earn some money, which is great. And I mentioned before, we've actually been fortunate enough to hire two former student work paint owners and really can attest to like the knowledge and dedication and the drive uh, of this, the person and the student as, as they go through the program. So, so I'm excited to hear about your journey. So let's get started and learn a bit more about you and student work, so. For sure. So Tamara, are you um, are you from Kamloops, or did you move to Kamloops? Were you born and raised in Kamloops, or?
1: Yeah, I've been born and raised and lived my whole life in Kamloops, everywhere.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, you don't you don't find a lot of that. Usually, you find people that maybe have moved here, so. It's yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, born and raised, gone um, to school, high school, everything here. So. Yeah.
0: Interesting. So you're you're going to TRU right now. What program are you taking there?
1: So I'm finishing my Bachelor of Fine Arts as of right now for my degree, and then I'm entering into the education program to become a teacher.
0: Oh, I was just going to say, what's the goal once you graduate? So to become a teacher, do you, are you hoping to end up like in uh, elementary, high school? What's the goal eventually for you when, when it comes to the, your career?
2: Uh, elementary,
1: uh, I really look forward to. I uh, volunteered at Dallas Elementary here in town and worked under a teacher from K-2, to and um, I really, really enjoy teaching that grade.
0: that's awesome um so how has the last year been for you as a student at tru because obviously things have have changed you're you're not doing in class uh, i assume so how's that been for you
1: um it's been challenging but it's learned it's taught me how to adapt um it's because as a fine arts student it's very hands-on classes so some classes had to be cancelled or moved and Um, We did do some um, in-class courses, but obviously they had to move and then all the teachers had to adjust everything because the fine arts program is usually right in front of you. So the teachers also had uh, complications, but fortunately the staff and all the students are really close-knit in the fine arts uh, program. So we all figured it out and uh, ended up working out in the end. So
0: what year are you in?
1: So I'm in year four. I'm just finishing up my fine arts. Wrote that uh, degree.
0: Yeah. Oh awesome. So um, how did you get involved in Stewarts painting like how did that all come about? How did that come across your desk and, and, and you get involved at the beginning?
1: Yeah for sure. so I wanted to try a summer job that was convenient to work around my schedule for school and I met a franchisee who was a past friend of mine and she's like, well do you want to come paint for me for this summer And I was like yeah, that sounds really fun you know outside meeting new people. And then I was promoted to crew chief and she was graduating the next year. And I was like, did you want to try running your own business? And I was like, why not? You know, because um, what a challenge. And I, I love challenging myself. So um, last year was my first year. And now this is my second year running the franchise.
0: Interesting. So do you consider yourself an entrepreneur before you did this? Or was or it sort of you just kind of fell into it?
2: Um. 100%? No, yeah, I just, I really just fell into it, never thought I could do it. Um, that was kind of the most interesting, you know, way to get into it was to see if I could do it, how much I could push myself, because I've just been, I always like to push myself in that way. So um, this is a whole new experience for me, um, especially when people are like, oh, you're becoming a teacher. I'm like, yeah, it's, um, but it teaches me so much more in life skills as well, other than just education
0: right so what have you what have you liked about sort of being your own boss like what, what what are some of the things that you've liked about that side of it
2: um so I really enjoy being my own boss but at the same time the responsibility is absolutely crazy I've never um thought that this is what it was going to be like and making your own schedule and hiring your own people it's a whole new experience and it's really it's really crazy it's it, teaches you how to push your own boundaries and what you can do and i've i've had every situation where i've just keep on growing and even in life now it's um to be your own boss it really makes you a better person for pretty much anything in life skills
0: it's interesting because you know you if if you're going through like a business program you could. potentially bring some of that learning from the classroom into your but you're coming at it from a whole different angle because you, you didn't have that business learning in your school ice in your schooling right so
1: exactly interesting. yeah
0: interesting um so tell us about student works painting so for people that haven't heard of it before um you know obviously you guys paint that's obvious it's in the name but yes. you know tell us a little bit more what makes you different what's like what's the business all about
1: for sure, yeah. So yeah, student Works painting. It's a painting business. We do exterior, interior homes, fences, decks, um, pretty much almost everything. And it's a very student-based business. Most of uh, our painters are full-time university students, along with all the franchisees are full-time university students. So it really helps support um, the community in a way. And that's one thing I really think that makes us different is because we are a community-based business. Because we're a student-based business, you're local students and helping them you know with their tuition for going into next year and it's really um, yeah it's really community-based it's all student-based as well as it's very personal and hands-on we do initial calls with all of our clients who do face-to-face with our our estimates and it's very personable that's one of the uh, one of the many things that I like about running is how many people I get to meet and how um, and then getting to know the community in that way as well
0: in, so you mentioned you do interior and exterior, but do you guys do residential and commercial or just residential?
1: Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Um, I've done, you know, lots of stratas. I've done commercial jobs, things like that. So no job I like to tell clients is too small or too big.
0: Right. And do you guys, so do you operate year round or just through the summer?
1: Just through the summer. Yes. Um, I start my pre-season sales usually after December. So I'm working about part-time during my school. And then we start production in May. And end in August, which is perfect for students because that's exactly when school ends and starts as well for us. So it fits the
0: schedule really well that way. So exactly. do you hire? Do you just hire students, or, or or do you hire non-students as well?
1: No, we hire everybody. Um, it doesn't have to be students. Obviously, if people want summer jobs for any other reason, the only reason that most of our workers are students is because it's convenient for students and starts. At the time for school, as of other people that maybe want full time jobs throughout the full year it might not be as convenient, but I've definitely hired other people that have been students and yeah, we teach pretty much anybody.
0: Hmm. And it, have you had a hard time hiring for these roles or do you, do you typically are pretty good when you need to fill positions?
1: Um, we're pretty good. We, so like I said, COVID's kind of changed things. We usually do something called a job fair at TRU, where we, um, you know, have a table and a bunch of students come in and we grab a bunch of resumes and we talk to a bunch of students. So it gets our name out there, gets students knowing about us and uh, the job opportunities that we have. But um, as of right now, we, there's a lot of people looking for jobs because of COVID. Um, restaurants are closing down. So it's really nice that we can help support students that are losing their jobs. And um, so it has been quite easy actually finding students to paint for the summer.
0: So for someone who doesn't like my, myself, you know, hadn't heard about Student Works until uh, actually a couple of years ago. But so if I'm comparing you to somewhere else, because I'm sure there's other painting companies other than sort of you mentioned sort of the, the local field, and the students, is there anything else that makes you guys different from, say, your quote unquote competitors?
1: Yeah. um, So like I said, we're very personable with our clients. Uh, We make sure that we call them, we get details on all their needs. And then when we go to the estimate, we walk around with them and we talk about everything that they want and it just makes it a lot more hands-on. And so they know they have like a more of a trust factor. Also our agreement forms are quite detailed to make sure that everyone's happy on everything. And we always are very dedicated because as students, we're very motivated and we want to have care and we're pride for our work. Because this is a very exciting um, opportunity for most of us, and we just want to make it the best. And we're super excited. So when I go out there, I always am um, so excited to make sure that everyone's happy. And I because it's just a very exciting time for me, and I just want to make the best of it. Right. So
0: interesting. So you mentioned through the process of through the estimate. Can you walk us through a little bit of? I'm curious, sort of. Rob picks up the phone. I call, uh, I have a project. Then what happens next? You sh- you come over to my place of business or work, wherever the project is. Is that sort of the next step?
1: Yes, exactly. So um, the initial call is just usually to get any information down that so I can kind of prep before I go there and have any extra information that they might need if they have any concerns. And then once I get to the property that they, I need to estimate, we do the walk around together. We talk about. You know different colors different sheens different grades of paint any inconsistencies they're concerned with so we do test patches to make sure that you know everything's perfect on their side of the hand and it just makes them a little bit more comfortable with us because we're there and we're going over everything together there's no um you know miscommunication and it's a good way to also build that rapport and have them know that they can rely on somebody because now they know a little bit more about me and I know a little bit more about them. so it makes it more of a trust factor as well, doing more hands-on.
0: And then from the time that there's, so then there's an estimate that goes to the client and when the client's like, great, this sounds great. How long before you can schedule somebody in for a job? How long does that take?
1: So after, so we usually do our pre-season sales and when I book estimates, we, I call them around April to start booking for May. And then if there's anyone that needs certain times, that's another thing we do on the initial call is making sure if there's a certain time during the summer that they need to have it done by, that's also a question. So we book and uh, we book it that way in the scheduling. And so we just kind of book into the May and then August and, and so forth.
0: And, and are, is there student works? I assume in, in multiple markets in the interior. It's at like so: Kelowna, Vernon, Salmon Arm. There's there's franchises in all these markets.
1: Yes. Yeah. So we are um, all Western Canada. We're spread everywhere, and we've been in business since 1991. Student Works has been that old. So um, it's it's a huge growing community. We're all spread across Western Canada. And um, post-COVID, we would all come together and trade together in Vancouver, which was a really exciting time for all of us to get to know each other. So it just makes us a little bit more connected.
0: And in all the franchises are run through college or universities? Like they're all students?
1: Yes. Yes. Most of them are. Um, it's very rare that you find one isn't because this is um, this is something that, like I said, is convenient for students as well it, it helps for tuition and in a supportive way so yeah most of the franchisees if not all of them are full-time so when,
0: you, when you graduate so you pass the baton to the next person that would take over the franchise is that the way it works oh, typically? Yeah.
1: exactly yeah so yeah it's exciting because your business obviously slowly grows the more you learn the more you experience and then once you get to that point where you're graduating and you're happy and you've gotten to that goal then it's really um, liberating to be able to be like pass it on to another student so they can learn this new, whole new experience. They have no idea what they're getting into, <laughs> but you kind of have an idea like, oh, you, you just wait. And um, it's, it's just really exciting that you get to pass it on like that and teach people as well.
0: And, and do, you, do you have access to sort of, I'll call it alumni, like past franchise owners that you can reach out to and have questions? Or, or like is that part of the process?
1: Yes, for sure. Personally, for me, I actually know um, two previous franchisees, they're my friends, and they helped me uh, a lot since COVID. We couldn't all train, so I would call them, like, I don't, <laughs> you know, so they were very helpful. We also have um, guest speakers come on, so very successful franchisees have now started their own businesses, and they just um, like to explain how they grew from what they knew from the um, systems from Stewarts painting into their own business, and how successful they are. So we do have guest speakers that have been past franchisees that are very successful in the business area.
0: See. So how did the, how has the pandemic changed the way you do business? You mentioned that a few times. Obviously, the ability, the lack or the ability of getting to know the rest of your um, you know other franchise owners, you don't have that ability. But how else has it changed for you the way you have to run your
1: business? Yeah, it was quite scary because my first year, um, that's when the pandemic hit and it was scary because of that uncertainty of we're closing down and it's my first year and I've just invested so much of my time and money into something that now we don't know what's going to happen. But fortunately, teaching um, is under construction, which is a necessary um, business. Yeah. So, well, we were shut down for about three weeks and we didn't really know what we're doing. We usually do cold calling. So that's door to door knocking. We weren't able to do that anymore. So most of our marketing had to go through online, um, reaching out to as many people as possible, just getting our names out there. And people were willing to support us because they understood that we were students and that we support students. Um, So we were just having to just adjust in every sense of the manner. We usually do uh, um, a house for, we support the MS Society. And we have our painters usually practice on a house for painting and whatnot and we paint it for free just because, you know, we like to support the MS Society for anyone who has MS. And we also couldn't do that this year as well. So it was, um, so training my painters, I had to do singly through on my own home type of thing. So even right. the training, um, the paperwork we had to do, we have to go more to electronic marketing was a huge thing. But it definitely taught us how to adapt. And I think it, it was one of the most challenging but rewarding summers I've ever had because I i did what I needed to do and I adjusted to it and it all worked out really well. So um, it was really nice to know that we could also support students who were losing their jobs and we were able to get them jobs as well.
0: It got you to really understand going through adversity running your business because that happens all the time right so it's in life so yeah so I'm curious I am curious about sort of you mentioned sort of the marketing side on how you how you advertise and how you get your business I assume there's a component of of repeat business people that have worked with you know clients that have worked with student works before in the past so I think there's some of that but how do you go about getting new clients like how do you go about getting letting the community know that you're available and, and they can book you so what are some of the things you guys do
1: yeah, for sure. Like I said, so when we were able to do cold calling, we go door to door sales, um, some people are really nice and let us put long signs out. So our names are out there as well. We have our own main website where we post constantly before and after pictures. We use our personable accounts for mm-hmm. Facebook as well. Uh, we also send out money letters. So it's, um, it's a letter that has a little bit of information about me and the business with my picture on it and it gets sent all to houses, as well as I hand out flyers as well. So I'll go door to door and run all the flyers out. So um, it's a lot of work to get the marketing going. But once it picks up, people start seeing your name everywhere. And it's really, it's really rewarding. Yeah. Um,
0: So did you have an interest in painting or like, or or like, or you like the business experience? Like, I'm I'm curious if you're like, yeah, hey, you know, I drew or I painted when I was a kid or any of that, or it just, it just kind of stumbled across this opportunity.
1: So, well, I am a fine arts student, so I actually do really like painting, but this is nothing like that. <laughs> this isn't like painting. Yeah. Uh, So I just really like, I'm, I like manual labor. I'm not somebody who likes to sit down a lot. So that's why I got into the painting to begin with. This is like, oh, it's outside. I get to, you know, physically do things all day. I'm not sitting around doing, you know, nothing. And I was really attracted to that part of it. And then I moved up to crew chief. So um, when my, uh, the franchisee that year, when she left for a couple of weeks, I kind of just rounded the crews. And even though all the workers were like, why don't you try doing this? You're doing a really good job. And I was like, you know what? Why not? I, I, it was just more of not really the business side of it, but knowing if I can push myself to do it, if I can right. succeed in doing this different thing was more of what I wanted to see about myself.
0: So do you actually, are you out painting as well? Or are you spending more of your time managing, running the crew? Or are you actually hands-on as well?
1: Yeah, I, I'm pretty hands-on, um, especially for the first couple of weeks. I like to stick with my crews to make sure everything's going really well. And any extra time that I have, I do run out to the crews um, and help them paint. It's because um, I actually do still really enjoy painting. So whenever I can, it's really nice to go and so I'm usually, even in all my business clothes, I'll have some paint on me every once
0: in a while. <laughs> so have you felt like there's obviously a, you know, massive real estate boom right now um, in, in the to- whole Thompson, Okanagan and beyond, but are you feeling that as well? Are you, cause I know you're just starting, I'm assuming now you said you're starting, you're booking for May and stuff. So are you really, are you sensing that there's a lot of activity right now in the market?
1: Yes, for sure. Even with our um, shutdown last year, we had our biggest year, and our numbers are going to even our biggest year this year now, um, because people instead of traveling are staying and doing home improvements. So actually, it's it's really helped us out, and we're and we're really growing in that way. So, mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: interesting. Um, I'm curious about the training program because it student works must have like an amazing training program because I assume most people that get involved you know have very little experience in a painting or very little experience in running a business. So I'm curious if you could speak a little bit about the onboarding and training that's offered from student works because it must be like they must have like you know really dialed in in order to be successful like that.
1: Yeah, no for sure. yeah. Um, I mean they've been running for 30 years and the systems that they have implemented, are like incredible if you follow the systems it's so hard to go wrong and they make sure that um, you know they do the hands-on training so when when you're first hired you go into Vancouver and then it's about four days of straight training that you just go over everything uh, with each other you talk to other franchisees you get to kind of connect and see what you know how they felt so it gives you more of a comfortability with knowing that this is your support team and that they're all here for you So after that, we usually um, do initial calls. So we have calls with our DMs weekly. We do Zoom meetings with all of the managers and uh, franchisees weekly as well. They're always keeping on us, always emailing us. We always are learning and making more because we always know that we can be better no matter how much or how long you've been um, as a franchisee. So it's very connected in a way that the systems work really well. As long as you follow the systems, there's no way you can't, you can fail. And just making sure that you have and use that support system, like your DMs, your franchisees, because they're there to help support you. And so it's 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 a really good learning experience. And the training is very detailed and always great on you every week.
0: <laughs> Interesting. And I happened to see, I did see on the website that there's, uh, I don't know if it's an annual awards, and I don't, I mean, probably not happening last year with traveling to Mexico and all that. Like to get, so is that? How how is the how were they being able to pivot with that with the award side of it?
1: Yeah, so um so the, yeah, they we have a set goal every year. Everyone has a set goal to make a certain amount, and if you do do that, you get rewarded. And there's like a whole ceremony for certain people that did certain things throughout the whole year and so it's it's kind of it's kind of fun for students they make it like more fun for us There, it's not so serious you're like okay well like this is your goal let's see if you can do it and if you do it this is what you get for it which is really cool because then it pushes you um to be better and to do better and they're always on you like hey you got this like you can do it so um, yeah, we do get rewarded when we push really hard to get um, our businesses and it makes it really fun for us. Like I said, we do payroll events, we do um, something called a boat cruise, which, which is where the award ceremony is and they get handout out awards. Um, if you make to a certain goal, we all go to Mexico together. Yeah. unfortunately that hasn't been a thing <laughs> yet so um we're hoping you know eventually that will be but um it's still in the back of our minds and um yeah so it's really fun for, to be rewarded for all your hard work
0: interesting um i i, I warned you at the start that i'm going to take a little bit of a, uh, a, a a turn in the road here we're going we're gonna to ask you some questions to get to know you a little bit more and then we're i got to come back and I do have a few more questions on the business side before we wrap up so um, okay. just, just want people to get to know you who you are so I thought the first question would be going because of what you do um what's your favorite color blue <laughs> you paint a lot of blue do you recommend blue to everybody
1: <laughs> I, I do well we're like oh well why don't you pick the color I was like if you let me pick the colors going bright blue <laughs>
0: um if you had to pick your one of your favorite movies of all time that you could just watch over and over again what, what would you say what would be one of
1: Oh dear. So people are gonna laugh at this one. Frozen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> part, part one, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, you know, it, it sounds like you like you like challenges and you like to, you like to, you know, you, you take in something on here that's maybe outside a little bit of your comfort zone if you of what you're doing. But so what motivates you to work hard? Like what's that what's that drive? Like what what is what's the end goal for you, the motivation? It's
1: Um, it's more of that surprise I'm not somebody that likes to do something the same every day so when I can see that I can succeed more than I ever thought I could it just makes me push even more like what more can I do and it's just that excitement of being like I'm not the same person I can grow I can keep growing I can just keep being better because as a teacher I want to be the best person that I can so I can teach that to the kids and so the more I push myself, the more I feel that I'm preparing myself for this dream career that I've wanted for quite a while.
0: Interesting. That's awesome. Um, given that you answered Frozen, your best movie, I'll be interested to see what you say here. So if you found yourself at a karaoke night and you had to go up and sing a song, what would be your song of choice?
1: Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> probably a Shania Twain song.
0: Okay, that's good. Okay. I thought you were going to say something from Frozen. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no. Um, my pitch would—they would kick me off instantly. It's, she has way too high of pitch, So I plan I can kind of, I can kind of play a little bit, you maybe to bit you know, where you can kind of keep under the radar.
0: Um, where would we? What would we find you doing on a day off? What's your favorite thing to do when you can just you didn't you don't have school work, you don't have work, and you can just enjoy? What What are you doing?
1: Um, you'll probably find me you no. Know, not close to a city at all um, i'm a very outdoorsy person so when i need to relax i need to get away from society i guess in a way so you'll probably find me out hiking or out fishing um i'll probably have a friend with me because i'm a social butterfly but um, yeah that would be what you would find me doing is away from my house <laughs> anywhere as far away as possible <laughs> So,
0: you're we're in the right place in campus. You can go do that pretty quickly, too, right? You can get yeah. Um, if you were forced to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? What's your go to meal?
1: Oh, goodness. Um, I'm going to start realizing why I'm a teacher. So, craft dinner. <laughs> <laughs> craft dinner would be, I would probably be able to eat for the rest of my
0: life. You can spice it up throwing some hot dogs or something. You
1: can. I've tried everything. So. <laughs>
0: Um, if you were able to to uh, meet a famous person, uh, dead or alive, for a cup of coffee, who would it be? Who would you love to sit down with and, and talk to?
1: Oh, that's such a good question. Oh my goodness, um,
2: that's I don't know. <laughs> I might have to take a rain check on that one because um,
0: you can get back to us on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Part two, we're gonna find out who your famous. For. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you could choose to do anything for a day, what would it be? So money's no object. You get to do whatever you want for a day. What would it be? It sounds like you'd be out in the wilderness somewhere, but, um,
2: heli skiing,
0: uh, neat. Have you ever gone heli skiing?
2: No. And I really want to, um, it's one of my favorite sports is snowboarding in the snow. So, and it's something I've always wanted to do. So yeah, if I could have, you know, um, unlimited money and leave right now, I would go to the top. Top of a mountain, go snowboarding.
0: <laughs> awesome. Um, what's your favorite s- subject in school? What's been your favorite uh, one so far?
2: Um, so, well, fine arts has obviously been mine, but I've also really liked English and history. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and last one, this, we're going to give a little bit of a shout out to uh, a local business. Um, everyone knows, uh, you know, with everything going on with the restaurants uh, but you can still support local restaurants by doing takeout. So, if you had to pick your favorite local restaurant or, or cafe in what who would it be?
2: Oh, because um, I'm sure there's many. <laughs> uh, my favorite one, I really like. I have to say White Spot, yeah, because I really like their food and it's really reasonably priced. And I think it, I think that's more of my family thing. That's where we've always gone when my family comes out of town. So. Yeah, I'd have
0: to see White Spot. Burgers and shakes, actually.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for answering this. Question. And if you think about a famous person, you can get back to us. and, <laughs> and it. Um, are you seeing any, uh, I asked you what your favorite color is, but I'd be curious, are you seeing any trends? Like what are color trends this year? What are people asking for? Uh, yeah. And do you help people in that process? we like, we don't know what the paint, we kind of do, but do you help them th- through that process as well?
2: Yeah, for sure. So there has been um, a a lot of people that put their house on the market usually stick to around the same color, which is a very um, dark grayish blue and so many houses like that. And another huge trend that's happening is people are painting their front doors like a very bright color, bright pink, bright blue. And that's a whole new trend going on as well, which is um, really exciting. But I've also done really like heritage homes. A lot of people that live in those. Um, are doing great colors too. I have one that I'm going to be painting pink, (laughs) which I'm really excited for. Yeah, and um, another heritage home, it's going three different colors. I have no idea what colors they're going to pick. So uh, modern homes usually stick to the grays and the light blues, and then older homes, people have more fun with the colors because you can pull it off.
0: Interesting. Um, What's been the biggest struggle for you when it comes to either juggling school and business or just even in business like what if you say over the we'll we'll park the pandemic because that you know you can't control that but when when it comes to managing the two or running your business like what's been the biggest struggle for you
2: I think the biggest struggle struggle through the pandemic has not having um, like that hands-on support system all the time where you know when you're really kind of getting to a point where you're like oh my gosh you're getting overwhelmed or you're something happens there unexpected yeah we can call anyone we want but it's really nice to just have that social aspect where you can talk to somebody and like you know how they deal with the situation which you can reach out it's just nice to have like everyone come together that you know student works usually does for the training and events and whatnot and that's kind of how you let off that steam like yeah, like we're we're doing this. And because again, it can get very overwhelming. You have no idea how, what to expect and they don't even know how to really explain it to you until you're like, you'll know when you get there <laughs> type of thing. So um, I think that's the hardest part about it is not having those social gatherings because your friends are supportive, your family supportive, but no one really understands how it is to run a business unless, you know, it's somebody that runs a business. So I think that's the one thing that I struggled the most with. Interesting.
0: So for anyone listening and maybe interested to reach out, get an estimate, learn more, what's the best way for them to get a hold of, of you or uh, someone at StudentWorks?
2: For sure, yeah. So we can go to our website. It's called uh, infostudentworks.ca and it has all the information about us. Um, the phone number is on there as well. So if you are interested in booking with any of us, you just call that hotline number. Um, it's uh, 1-800-665-4992 and it will direct you to your particular franchisee for your area. And you can also ask or email them for any questions.
0: That's awesome. Well, Tamara, thank you so much for taking the time to talk this morning and talk about your journey, your experience with student works painting. Um, I hope you have a real busy and colorful summer, lots of color in your summer. Um, <laughs> and really kudos to you for taking on such a, you know, a, a showing you so your entre- entrepreneurial spirit as well, because I think um, I think it will serve whoever does, whoever goes through this, I'll call it program, will serve them well uh, in future life for sure. Like I said, no matter what it is, if you're going into business or not, because I think you'll be able to take everything you've learned and put it into your teaching or yeah. into whatever you do as well, right? Which is interesting. And do you get hit up by your friends a lot to come paint your? Paint stuff for them? Do you ever get that?
2: <laughs> yeah, people are like, Oh yeah, like come paint my like bathroom. I'm like, do you know how much time this is? It? Yeah, that's right. You're like yeah. I No, get I do, I I get it, it all the time. <laughs> yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, sorry, thank you so much for joining us. This morning I really enjoyed it. And and uh and if you think of a famous person, you can get back to us with what
2: okay sounds good well, thank you so much for having me i really loved and enjoyed this awesome
0: thanks Tara. Um, everyone have a great rest of your day and thank you for tuning in to business matters thanks thanks, Tara. thanks for listening to another episode of business matters with host rob capello if you're interested in being on the show reach out to us and join the conversation